Hey, 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 guys, this is uh, the uh, the budget pedal chap, and this is episode number 77 of the Fred Talk podcast. <laughs> Say hi to your, uh, your host, it's Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey. How's it hanging? <laughs> I'd forgotten I told you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. Oh, how funny would it be if we did the entire, entire episode like that? <laughs> I don't think I'd get through the entire episode. I'd just be laughing. Indeed. So, as a more sensible intro, welcome, guys. This is Mr. Budget Pedal Chub back from his Christmas holly bobs and New Year shenanigans. You're here with Matt Quine. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Oh, brilliant. What's up, man? You all right? Yeah, not too bad yourself. Have a good Christmas and New Year and all that shenanigans. Definitely. Yeah, uh, far too much cheese. Just, I've not Blasphemy. been shitting right. <laughs> There's no such thing as too much cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Too much information already. <laughs> um, but so, uh, so what have you been up to, man? Been quiet um, on the gig in front and, and all that jazz, I assume, because it's... Uh, not quite away. at all. Um, since we last cast... I've had three gigs since we last casted. You crazy motherfucker. <laughs> so uh, we played a Christmas party where yeah. they were like, okay, um, can you play between half nine and half eleven, but you need to stop at half eleven. So we went, okay, yes, we can play between nine and half nine and half eleven. Yeah. So we get to the venue at nine o'clock and they're still on their starters. <laughs> nice. and, and we go do you want us on at half nine and they're like oh, just just wait wait till we've had our mains and they finished <laughs> their mains about 25 past nine and then they went oh now we've got a quiz and we're like right do you want us to do it while we're, <laughs> while we're playing is that it and, and, and they were like oh, so, so we've just got a quiz 50 questions 50 <laughs> 50 question pub quiz nice <laughs> 20 past 10, we go on. And they we go, play you've got for, to stop at 11. Yeah, stop. Yeah, we, so at 11.30 was the, the hard stop. Yeah. 20 past 10, we go on. Quarter to 11, the woman who organises it just goes, can you just stop for five minutes? We've got a raffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we stopped. It was 15 minutes to do this fucking stupid raffle. I, I think we played maybe for a total of 55 minutes. Yeah, it's not it's not the the hardest earned money that you've ever (laughs) ever had to do. But no, um, it was in a venue that forces you to be quiet as well. So it's one of those where like our drummer had to use rods rather than sticks. And yeah, you were mentioning this actually. Yeah, um, what did you use as well? Because you, I mean, you're running a a fucking loud box, aren't you? With you? No, I ran the Hayden. I, oh, I ran the Hayden, um, and I ran it in seven and a half watt mode, not fifteen watt mode. <laughs> yeah, legit. Because yeah, I just had to. Um, there was just literally no other way of of doing the gig. So yeah, um, I came down the other guitarist um, did use his PV, PV Classic Thirty, but he's got a um, a compressor that he ran in the effects loop and used it as a um, an attenuator. attenuator. Oh man, yeah. Um, and the the bassist used his Mark Bass. He normally has a Mark Bass one twelve um, combo with an extra twelve inch speaker. He didn't bother with the extra twelve inch speaker and had it 
turned right down as well. Yeah, it was a fairly difficult one. It's not not one of the most fun gigs we've had. No, everything just it, it feels worse when you're playing at a lower lower volume, isn't it? Yeah, and it's also like you can hear all the mistakes easier. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know whether like I don't know whether that's a self conscious thing or whether it's just actually what like a, a physical thing but yeah just like any mistake i made i could hear it loud and clear because everything was quiet and yeah yeah, yeah not only that i mean what I, what i find with it is if if you're getting some volume behind it the speakers start to add like a richness to your sound yeah so because of that and it adds compression as well there's like kind of natural amp compression and and whatnot because of all of that, it smoothens everything out a little bit. Whereas yeah. at the lower volumes, everything's kind of choked, and you just yeah, and like, it, yeah it kind of forces you to to make mistakes. Yeah, and like the worst thing is like there's a few songs that I use feedback. So like um, the the riff in the chorus of Dakota, where you've got that like half tone bend, um, semitone bend up and down. Um, yeah, because it's got to ring out for so long. I use feedback rather than having a compressor on, whacked up full, ruining your tone. Yeah, um, I stand in a certain place away from the amp and use the feedback to keep the sustain there at low volumes. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I, um, there's a, a certain song in my my band set where I have to sustain a note over a uh, over a verse. Just to the left of me, I've got like this massive, uh, massive like breakfast, um, breakfast uh, skillet essentially, and I just knocked it, and I thought I'd make this massive sound, but it it didn't quite. So, <laughs> like, You're just panicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the sphincter just tightened somewhat. Yeah. Um. So yeah, rather, rather than talking about my anus. Um, yeah, there was there was a, a bit that I had to uh, ring like a single note over a over an entire verse, and it's it's one of those where if you if your amps too loud and you're ringing that note, it drowns everyone out. Yeah. So you've you've got to you've got to be really precise with it. Um, and I found the best way of doing it is resting your guitar headstock on the amp whilst doing it. Because it creates like a natural feedback loop, and you can control it even more with your your uh, guitar volume. Then, right, okay. Uh, so give that a go. It might yeah, just yeah. ring out and squeal like a bitch. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's the that's the thing you've got to be willing to do. No glory, yeah, I mean, no gain. Like uh, basically anything that I've got to do. That there's a few other tracks like um, the way we start. I predict a riot by Kaiser Chiefs again. I, it's I it just ring an open so a ring a C note and just have it absolutely squealing and yeah. just stop it from destroying people's ears with the volume knob on the guitar. And again, doing that at quiet volumes is really difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. So yeah, I mean like that was it, but that was the, the first gig that we had. Um the second one was a wedding, um just a good fun night. People were up there was a a, a guy in a a guy playing the piano and a drummer on before us doing some like cheesy songs and then we went on and played from like half nine to half eleven that was just great fun um people good good crowd people up and dancing from the first song 
you know everything you want from a gig so yeah that was a good one absolutely and then we did a new year's eve gig last night which was just god awful oh dear <laughs> basically right, it was a, at a hotel yeah and it was Not full of people already, yeah. in their let's say who have not worked in 10 years because the <laughs> pensions have been coming in. Um, a certain clientele. Yeah, and, and they booked a rock and indie band and then... Moaned yeah, that they didn't um, know any of the songs. The, so, yeah, the clientele were moaning. We then had the manager of the hotel come up and ask us if we knew any older music and we're like, we're... We're an indie rock band that does a couple of bits from the thing. So we've got like a couple of songs from the 60s, a yeah. couple from the 70s, couple from the 80s, and everything else is 90s and 2000s. And he went, well, are you going to play all the old stuff? I'm like, yeah, we've got all the old stuff in the set already, but that's yeah. like six songs. Six songs won't last two hours. Yeah, you've got to, yeah, you've got to wait for that stuff. <laughs> can't, can't blow our load yeah. that early. Uh, and yeah, it was like, so we were told to turn down several times. We were told to play different music all of we had people like walking past the stage, shaking their head. Um, we had the most surreal music, uh, sorry, real, most surreal mo- moment I've ever had in my life, where we were playing "Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor" yeah. by the Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys yeah. No fucker on the dance floor at all, <laughs> and one guy I'd say in his late eighties using a walking stick to walk across the dance floor. <laughs> nice. And it was just like our singer said he, like after the gig he was like I was so close to just laughing just because of the situation yeah yeah, yeah completely. It, was, it was just one of those it was a really tough gig um, but we got through it and it, it was a, a decent payer yeah. and I went out and got absolutely trolleyed afterwards as you full well deserve there <laughs> that yeah, yeah I mean we've all had those kind of gigs where it's just it just seems like nothing from the get-go was ever destined to go right. Yep. But you're you're stood there and you have to still do it. You can't just go, <laughs> well, none of us are enjoying this, <laughs> so let's just call it quits, eh? Yeah, but you can't do that because then you don't no. get paid. That's it, yeah. I mean, it would have led to everyone in the situation probably being happier. Yeah, but there was a DJ there as well, ready to ready and waiting yeah, to go to play them their cheesy shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was on years, and like I say, it's fine. Um, is what it is. It's just we've had some really difficult gigs in the last couple, the last ten days or whatever it is since we last yeah. cast them. Well, it's a new year, so um, that's that's something. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's, two, it's technically 2019 now, isn't it? It is. It's today. T- today becomes the 2019. Yeah, it's definitely. It definitely is. It's. We've been in 2019 for. What are we talking? A good like. 21 hours and 56 minutes. <laughs> Wee! Yes, that's the one. <laughs> you 24-hour clock mofo, you. <laughs> it's literally under my face in the bottom right into my screen. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's it's just hovering above your head on mine. Uh so <laughs> so what have I done? I mean, literally bugger all in terms of like actual guitar stuff because I mean like I like I mentioned earlier, lots of cheese, cheese and alcohol. Just 
is the way that Christmas works. So, I mean, that's basically Christmas in the UK, isn't it? Yep, yep. I mean, that's that's a traditional UK Christmas. Um, I made a conscious effort to pick up the guitar uh, yesterday because I thought I haven't played in in such a long time anyway. Uh, so I pulled out the Variax, didn't plug it in, so don't worry, I'm not about to say how it's the fucking Jesus Christ of, like, tone. Don't worry, Stuart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, granted, it is it is awesome, but uh, didn't plug it in. I, I just played it, so it's essentially, I was playing the Pacifica, and it played beautifully. So inspiring, and it just plays so well. Um yeah, so that that really uh, really got me uh, got my creative juices flowing. Um, but then, good news. Um, I, I thought I'll I'll plug it in. Didn't have any fucking battery, of course I didn't. Why would I? Uh, so I had to use it as an actual guitar, uh, which again the the pickups sound alright. They're pretty good. Uh, yeah. And I had it going through the the amplify footboard. And it just, it blows me away. It blows me away every time I play it. I mean, <laughs> it's it's not going to, it's not going to replace anything. Like, I'm not going to go, oh yeah, I'm going to take this over, over my tube amps all day. Because it's not, it's it's digital. It, it sounds digital enough. But like, if you compare it to the crap digital stuff, like the old Zoom shitty <laughs> X1X, uh, whatever it was called. Yeah, just those. Yeah, those old like <laughs> shitty digital pedals where you could literally hear a computer working <clears throat> as you were playing. It's just it's <laughs> leagues ahead, leagues, absolute leagues. Um, so yeah, I was I was getting like fully in the zone with that, playing along with some Barnum Massa and some John Mayer and some BB King, just all of those slow dad blues, just. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just so good. It was so good. Um, so yeah, did did a lot of that. Um, thinking about kind of new gear, new year stuff, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> new gear? I don't know what you're talking about. New, yeah, new new year, new gear, all this all this jazz. Um, uh, I also over kind of before Christmas, I got um, got a, a parcel from. Pedal Patch UK, uh, who are a company uh, kind of new. I think they they debuted uh, around Septemberish time of last year. Um, Stuart Tate again um, put me onto them because he he knows the guy who who runs it and, and said look look these are really good product and they're they're coming in like way way under like your patch cable companies because they're charging like 60 quid for some patch cables you're like nah fuck off <laughs> i'd rather yeah. just yeah like you can buy like a, a bunch of patch cables for eight quid from uh gear for music or whatever i'd rather <laughs> just have them yeah um but the yeah these are like i think it was like 20 25 quid a pack you get a good couple of meters of um of cable and 10 connectors so enough for five patch cables um okay. and plenty of indecision as well because uh, <laughs> there's, there's enough cable for that uh so i bought yeah. i bought two lots and I, just, I thought this year i'm gonna 
going to actually wire up pedal bar, uh, pedalboard gargantua. And this is how I'm going to do it. Cause okay. Like previously, I've I've got some some uh, right angle connectors. I thought I'm gonna gotta do it proper. I'm gonna gonna get my soldering iron out and uh, make some cables myself. Have a bollocks. Yeah, sod that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I'm I'm capable of doing so, but uh, just yeah, these uh, pedal patch ones requires you to unscrew a screw. Cut your cable to length and then screw a screw. So <laughs> if I can't be asked to do that, I literally can't be asked to do it. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean like it sounds pretty easy. Yeah. So I thought I'd I thought I'd kind of jump on this this uh, kind of custom patch cable train. So I can be a bit of a cork sniffer. Oh yeah. My, all my my patch cables are cu- custom made to length. Next, it'll be your switching system, won't it? It will. You're gonna have like half right angle, half straight jack, but the bossy S eight, line six HX effects. I am gonna I'm have the, a I'm separate the budget. MIDI switcher as well. <laughs> I'm the budget pedal shop. This is never gonna happen. I am. Gonna, a fucking tight wad. So you're gonna run a, two boards, one with a one with a um, an ES8, one with an ES5, and then you're gonna have an MS3 to control them both. <laughs> That's that sounds like piloting more than it does playing guitar. <laughs> I can't see needing that much functionality for like three drive pedals and a chorus. <laughs> what are you gonna do with the rest of your TC pedals? That's it. Yeah, well, I suppose. Yeah, I'll I'll put them all through one loop, on at the same time. <laughs> Just all on at the same time. That's it. Uh, so phasey, flangey, vibratoy, yeah, tremoloy goodness. That's it. Yeah, it does sound good. In fact, the the tremolo that I've got isn't uh, isn't the TC one. It's not the pipeline or the ch- choker choker. Um, it's I, I've got the Trellicopter the Moor Trellicopter um, right, okay. which is rad as balls I was going to say people rave over that one they it's do. one of the Moor pedals that people say you should definitely get yeah yeah that the Elect Lady is another one which I've not tried but I've heard so many people say actually it isn't uh, an Electric Mysteries but it's it's not far off <laughs> and considering yeah. the electric mistress is come in a box that is about the size of a human face and the uh, <laughs> the elect lady is like barely even like yeah. the size of a thumb you're all good um yeah so yeah i think maybe i'll try one of them maybe uh but yeah that's that's kind of what i'll be up to but yeah new new year new gear uh you've uh You've already kicked us off with that, haven't you, Matt? I don't know what you're talking about. You can't, you can't argue, you, you can't argue or lie. I can literally see it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just there. Um, so basically, my Marshall TSL sold, and my um, Epic Explorer sold. Yeah. 
they sold it to separate times. So um, when the TSL sold, I just took the cash from that. So that yeah. was paid into my account just before Christmas. And then I heard on the grapevine that the local music shop was shutting. And I was like, hang on a minute, he's still got my Explorer. So I popped in, um, this would have been on Saturday the 28th. Um, and he was like, your Explorer sold. Um, I'm closing today. The guy is due in to pay for it. I'm leaving the shop open to people who owe me money t- until the 1st of January. Um, so if he's not come in by then, I'll let you know. Um, and we'll sort something out. And I, I, I noticed the tailor on the wall. I noticed the tailor on the wall at that time and was like, oh, can I play that? Because he still had all the price tags on. He was like, yeah, if, like, if, if you like it, just let me know. So I, I played the tailor. It's a baby tailor. Um, this is what I'm talking about because this is what I end up buying. Um, and I kind of fell a little... It, like, it sounds so big, considering it's a three-quarter size parlor-style body guitar. So it's even a small, small body with um, a three-quarter size neck on it. It's just sounded so massive and I was like right I think I'll buy that um, and basically once the cash came in for the Explorer it cost me a tenner nice <laughs> that is so, not bad <laughs> yeah um, I've picked it up it's got a hard case there is a Fishman Fluence pickup not Fishman Fluence just Fishman acoustic <laughs> pickup <laughs> that's what you get out of that <laughs> yeah um, there's a Fishman acoustic pickup yeah, with it one of the... the chances of me ever attaching it to the guitar Slim to none because if I'm gonna gig with an acoustic, I'll gig my big size, big proper sized acoustic. But oh my, for knocking about for knocking about the house and for um, like if I'm going out somewhere where somebody says I'll bring a guitar and we might have a sing along, it's perfect for that kind of thing. Is this going to parties cool? Cool hipster, like team no, parties. Not, like, no, um, gonna be basically, that I've got a, a friend who lives in the UK who comes back home to visit her parents every now and again. Her dad plays guitar um, fairly badly, but he's only just started learning. Um, but when I go around there, um, they always ask me to bring a guitar around. And it'll be so much easier taking this than the the, the giant acoustic. Um, I also the the girl I've mentioned that I've started doing some acoustic stuff with with the view to doing an open mic. Yeah. Um, there's no space in my house to do any practicing. Round hers, we basically sit in it sit in a kitchen. Um, so there's not that much space around. So instead of having a giant Yamaha that's got a giant like body, it's not a small body. It's a CPX. So if anybody knows the series, it's just, yeah they're not they're not the body massive, is they, but... thick and tall. So um, this will be perfect for going around there as well. And then you know when we actually go out to do an open mic, I can take the actual the other um, the Yamaha instead. Yeah, yeah, sounds sounds good. So that's the first first gear of the year. Oh, are we allowed to say that? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't say TM after it, so it's fine. That's it. Oh, Ooh, legal hot water <laughs> episode, first episode of the year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how about uh, new gear resolutions? New like what? What we thinking for the year? What's uh, what's the the goal tonally? What's the goal playing wise? What's the goal? 
Um, just generally. So goal number one is probably not to have like 11 weeks in a row where I've bought new gear <laughs> like I did this year. Because <laughs> um, shit gets expensive. Are we looking to break that streak then? Are we like 12 or yeah, above? Boom, no, boom, boom, boom. other way, other way. I need to come down. Um, I don't want to, like. There's nothing else I need now, at least for six months. Like oh, the, those are the work. famous last words of a fool. There, <laughs> absolutely yeah, but, like, nothing I need. I'm like, I, I now have nowhere to go and look at guitars apart from the internet, and. I don't need to look at guitars on the internet because I've just got a new acoustic. I don't need any, any more electrics at the moment. I've still got a Les Paul and a Strat on the way at some point, so don't need any other electric guitars. So guitars are out of there. My pedal board is all working fine. My mini pedal board is all there. It, I don't don't need anything for that, so I don't need to buy anything for that. I don't need to buy anything for the other pedal boards. So pedals are out of the question, and I own three amps. <laughs> You own, only amp. own three amps. Well, I actually, think we should say that five, five actually, but yeah, two but, of them aren't functioning at the moment. Yeah, non-functioning practice amps do not count as amps. So I've got a, a vaporizer, which is a ten or twelve watt Fender that hasn't worked for like two years, but I've never tried to get anything sorted yet of it yet. So I need to do that at some point. Um, my Hughes and Kettner. Um, there's a short circuit in it somewhere, so that needs fixing. Um, I've got a practice amp, and then I've got my Hayden and my Vox. So I don't really need another amp, especially as I've also got a line, a, a Boss ME80. Yeah, so you've got you've got all of your uh, all of the instances are are covered. You've got all of those bases. Yep, I don't need anything. So. The, the resolution is to try not to buy anything in the first quarter of 2019, which failed because I picked up the tailor today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't buy another thing. Yeah, let's change it to that now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can see this ending dismally. Because, I mean, <laughs> what happens kind of the end of January, kind of early February time? Oh God! I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Wunam. Wunam, yeah, Wunam, yeah. Wunam. It's, it's exactly not that. Snam. It's Wunam. No, the, the the arguably the better of the two. Yes. Uh, so we know that 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 goal is largely unattainable. How about kind of playing wise and um, kind of aspirational? Shiznit. So. Playing wise, um, gigging. I just want to keep doing what we're doing. I'm really enjoying. Like I know I said, we had a couple of crap ones to end the year off, but for the most part, it's been amazing. Like I said on the last cast, I, I played in front of four and a half thousand people in a single night, um, and that was actually the capacity of the thing. There was seven thousand people through the doors across that time, so like I I can't see myself bettering that. Um, there's, I'm not going to play a bigger venue. I might play the same venue, but the chances are the weather won't be because it was good this year for TT. It's highly likely that it'll be crappy weather, so chances are I won't get to play in front of the same amount of people. I'd love to, maybe yeah. I will, but um, it's that really is out of my control. Um, 
so gigging wise I just want to keep going as we were um, playing wise um, we talked about this a little bit when Ollie was on um, we were, like setting yourself targets of songs to learn yeah. in 2019 and what I think I'm going to do is pick a song a month to try and learn rather than just saying I want to be able to play this all the way through by December yeah because what will happen is I'll say that and then I'll go oh I've got 12 months to learn that yeah, and then I'll forget March, about it give up. And, yeah, you'll, yeah. <laughs> and you'll remind me in November oh have you learned that song yet and I'll go uh, and then I'll just panic so I want to do a song a month yeah so for January um, I'm going to do Smoke on the Water I want to be able to play the entire song note for note the full way through so that if I was to ever play it like if I can do the solo note for note I can pick the phrases I like and then intersperse it with a bit of improvisation yeah yeah but I think to start with I want to learn it how it's supposed to be on the record and then you can work out which bits that you can embellish or change or whatever yeah yeah I'm I'm down for this uh, this idea because I've I've not really thought uh, that intensely about it myself uh, but I wanted to do smaller um kind of e- more easily attainable challenges that build up uh in in difficulty uh and I think that might be a good one to kind of um to throw it to our listeners as well and just have like okay this is the the song of January learn smoke on the water in its entirety yeah um, I mean, I'd be up for that if everybody gets involved and we pick like somebody else. Like you pick the song for February and then either Ed or Ollie Black picks Rose. it for no, no. I see. <laughs> Vetoed. If you can't do it in twelve months, you can't do it in a month. No. No. Yeah. No. Completely. <laughs> it's something. In in all seriousness, now uh, it's something that I'm going to be aiming towards as a as a long term with that um, because. I think it it was a bit of uh, biting off more than I could chew with uh, it's it's essentially the jig section. The rest of it's fine, but the jig section is fucking balls to the wall, crazy Gary Moore. Fuck <laughs> ah. Um, so yeah, thinking that I could kind of keep up with Gary Moore, um, just going from a cold start. Not so, uh, not so attainable, and it, it it was just one of those where I'd I'd practiced for like the first couple of months, and then just kind of forgot, and yeah, lost lost a bit of time to practice. Uh, so something a bit more attainable where it kind of builds up some of these skills that then uh, end up kind of making that goal more attainable. Uh, that'd be brilliant. And I'd be absolutely down for that. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. That's kind of one of my um, one of my new gear resolutions. Um, I think in terms of actual gear, finishing pedal board gargantua um, <laughs> is is going to be a thing. I know it's ridiculous um, and unwieldy, and probably won't yield me actually using it. But I want to say that I have done it. Built a pedal board so impractically large that I don't <laughs> want to use it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think th- there's that. But as a kind of uh, a, a broader picture, I want to uh, start to uh, organise the projects that I 
I delve into a bit better so that I, I end up finishing them more. Because uh, to the left of me over over here somewhere, I've got a, <laughs> um, a windowsill in my kitchen, which is full of like half-painted pedal enclosures. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I think clear, clearing that stuff off and then organising my organising my time a little bit better so that I um, I do end up rattling through the projects rather than starting twelve and finishing three. But hey, I finished three. Woo! Yeah, that's three more than you had when you before you started. And that's it. Uh, and yeah, I think like immediate future, I've got a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of internet money burning a hole in my PayPal pocket, uh, and that is definitely going on on tasty pickups. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's that's going to happen. Uh, and in terms of aspiration, yeah, kind of maybe maybe get a gig in again, get some get some gigs under my belt. Do it. Play to like another like ten people, maybe twelve. <laughs> No, but I mean, in terms of like the the podcast as well, we've got potentially we've got some some exciting stuff coming up uh, over the next couple of months, um, yep. which we need to keep tight lipped on at the moment. But hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to to kind of tease some of that stuff out um, and get some get some pretty exciting stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, it should be good, good fun, indeed, interesting. So we're we're kind of halfway into the podcast already, and we haven't really said anything. Um, so let's let's kick ourselves off with some some questions, uh, kind of posed by our internet friends. Uh, first one is Chris of Chris Wilson fame. Um, he's the I think he's the UK's third biggest UK guitar distributor, um, <laughs> just by default. Yep. Um, he's he's a man with a reputation uh, of of buying buying gear and then selling it on pretty quickly. Um, he has uh, recently found himself in a situation where he needs a, a house amp, uh, so he needs something which is kind of battery amp, kind of not uh, like Black Star Fly. Um, those kind of battery amps, not like Marshall MS2. Yeah. <laughs> so something, something slightly sm- better. Yeah, something small enough, kind of like ten watt solid state. Um, very, uh, very compact, so it can be kind of just by the side of the sofa and not really take up any space. Uh, I think yeah. his stipulations were that the drive sounds needed to not be shit, um, which I think we can all. <laughs> Yeah, or get on board with, um, and that inbuilt effects would be looked upon favourably. Preferable, yeah, yeah. So, what are you saying, Matt? I mean, I know it's got no onboard effects, but Katana Mini, like people rave over it because does it not the have drive sounds aren't shit? Does the Katana Mini not have like a uh, delay? Did you not read Chris's question at all? Um. No, I don't think I did. No. The actual question Chris said was, I love my Katana Mini, but 
I want something from the Katana series that also has the inbuilt effects. Okay, no, I I I read the first maybe line and a half. It, yeah. it was it was looking. So I got that far, so yeah, yeah. So he has a Katana mini, um, okay. but he he said he loves the drive sounds, he loves the clean sounds, he couldn't give a shit about the high game sounds, and he wants delay basically. I think. Okay. Um, but he said the obviously the Katana mini doesn't have it. Yeah. And he was like, is there not a 15-watt Katana that does have it? And the answer was no, there's only a 50-watt. Literally, yeah, it's ca- the next Katana thing. Mini, Katana 50, Katana 100, um, Katana 50 and 100 Artist, and then Katana Air is yeah, there as well, but it's like £5 Air, million. Pounds. Yeah, the Air's kind of uh, between the, the Mini and the, uh, the 50, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what I said to start with, but it's... You've got all the extra, like, boss dongly, not have to plug in thingy. It does have the effects in. It does have the same drive sound. So it it's probably the right thing to suggest, but it's just... Yeah, it's, eh. it, it is prohibitively expensive, isn't it? It's like 400 quid, isn't it? Yeah, which... It's it's okay. It's fucking gigging out money. No, it's not okay. I... <laughs> All right, so let's let's throw some some suggestions out to him, and all of which will be a moot point because he's already actually bought the uh, bought the thing. Being Chris, but that being said, it doesn't mean that it's the thing that he's going to settle on. So <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be on the exchange next week what he's bought. Yeah. So I, aside I mean, from the the. Uh, Katana Air, what are we saying? What are the? I, I guess the things you've got to look at. Um, Vox VT. Yeah, VT ten. Is it that? I can't remember. It's ten or fifteen. Yeah, they do one of them. They probably do both. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose if he's looking for something that's got inbuilt effects as well as all right drive sounds. I mean, I I, I ran a VT as my gigging amp or the VT. I don't know if it was a 50 or a 75 or a 100. I had a VT at some point and I ran that as my gigging amp. Um, and I, I quite like the drive sounds in it. Um, I assume the newer ones are better because this is mine. The one I had was like 15 years old. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as far as um, those kind of solid state, solid state, solid state amps from 15 years ago, it was not a bad sounding one. Hmm. They were much worse. Looking at you, yeah. Marshall MG. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd, like I'd I'd have a look at the the latest Voxes because they redid them about two years ago, didn't they? Uh yeah 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 with the like, weird uh, black grill like black yeah. metal they grills look... on them, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they look uh, a bit odd. But yeah, so that's an option. I uh, I was. Very much championing the uh, the Black Star uh, ID Core Ten, um, but it, I I don't know if they do uh, the the ID TVP ones as well uh, at that kind of wattage. I think the TVPs might start at thirty, um, but they are they they've got that weird kind of valve emulating technology in them, which. Yeah. It's it's banging, uh, but the the effects on those are absolutely brilliant as well. Uh, I was saying that whenever I do 
uh, kind of little uh, Instagram clips. I usually use a Blackstar ID Core 10. And my tone is spectacular, if I do say so myself. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're wicked. Um, I mean, the the Blackstar HT5R has got reverb, but not um, not delay. So if yeah, it, but if I mean, he's, he's a reverb hater like you are. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Yeah. Um, I like. I don't think you're going to get anything Valve um, with inbuilt effects, are you? Unless mm. you get a, a Hughes and Kettner. What was that called? Switchblade? That's a Electro Harmonics ABY. There's Unless definitely a, a, a Hughes and Kettner something like Switchblade that's got that's a valve that's got inbuilt effects. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Okay. I'll believe you. Uh, I don't have any uh, experience of it myself. But th- there are some options uh, for you to uh, ignore because you've gone for a laney. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we've got another question. Uh, this one is from our good friend Ollie Miles. Um, so, Ollie currently runs something uh like a an rk50 i think uh, a victory rk50 as his as his head um a pedal board of various pedals but it's got a an hx effects as his kind of um modulation and time based um section um and he's finding it a little tough at the moment to uh, to transport it for for rehearsals, so he was wondering uh, which would be the better option uh, to kind of to integrate as a travel rig to have a, a Helix LT, like to to spring for the the eight hundred or so for a Helix LT, which could be like an all in one encompassed solution for it, uh, where we could literally just ignore the pedal board and just take that. Or use a HX stomp uh, to do the the job of the, uh, the the victory, and then also take the pedal. So integrate that into the pedal board, so that he's got like the the amp effects that the HX effects doesn't have. Uh, so we had some <laughs> we had some thoughts on this, didn't we, Matt? Yeah, I mean, in my head, I don't see the point of running a HX effects and a HX stomp at the same time. Yeah. That just seems a little bit silly. You've basically, at that point, sprung 700 quid or 650 quid, whatever the HX effects is, for some amp modelling. You'd be better off going with just an amp modelling thing, not all the extra stuff that comes with the HX stomp. Yeah. That's yeah, my the HX stomp opinion. covers all of the ground that the the effects does as well, but it just gives you the option of uh it gives you less options of switching does the stomp. Um and he, he he was very adamant on the fact that he didn't want to get rid of the HX effects 
um, which fair enough. You've got it. You've integrated it into your into your rig. You don't then want to stop that to then get uh, uh, like have to have to start again on the the LT or or whatever. Um, but yeah, so uh, my my issue was trying to kind of wrap my head around why you'd buy why you'd spring. I think it's like four. 460 or something for the HX Stomp, is it? Was it 460, not 60? Yeah, but still, it's still a, a huge chunk of money on something that there are better solutions as AMP models out there well, uh, if they're just AMP modelling. Yeah, I, th- I think in terms of like better, I think the, the HX Stomp will probably be uh, probably be in terms of quality one of the better ones. Um, but for the sake of uh, a travel rig and like just just a simple substitute for an amp I think it's like bringing a bazooka into a knife fight isn't it it's, uh, it's ridiculously overkill for what you'd need uh, so yeah. I mean I was hinting at going for potentially if he knows what kind of uh, what kind of amp sound he, he wants going for like one of the, the more preamp pedals which are like fifty odd quid, um, and then the the radar to get an uh, an IR, or they do the uh, the the preamp live as well, which has got switchable. I think it's like four switchable um, amp models with inbuilt IRs as well, and it's got MIDI switching and all this fancy jiggery pokery, um, which would save you a couple of hundred quid on that as well. Um, so who knows um, but Ollie was very insistent that it was either the HX Stomp or the HXLT so I'm going to say HXLT mate I think that's your solution I yeah, know you want I mean, me to in say my, in my head yeah that's the, the only solution well it's it makes it makes sense because it's it's then it's then portable it's it's much easy, easier to Portablize <laughs> uh, an HXLT and being an all-in-one encompassing solution. Um, so we have got some news. Um, just just before we get into the news, it was a Hughes and Kettner switchblade that had the inbuilt effect. So I was okay. right. That's what you've been doing for the past like ten minutes. <laughs> Thought you playing Minesweeper. <laughs> Took me a while, but I got there in the end. <laughs> No fair play. I, it's it's not one that I've heard of, but yeah, bang on. Yeah, it's got like delay, reverb, and um, some modulations in it as well. But it's a all valve amp with digital effects. Hmm. Yeah, I mean the the spider valves did that as well, didn't they? They well they had a a valve power section with digital drive modeling. With the preamp and then the the inbuilt effects as well. Um, oh, okay. But hey ho, let's uh, let's move on to the news. So uh, before just before Christmas, Joyo released uh, a new series of pedals, the R series. Um, but the the most recent one they released was called the OMB, which is a looper, a drum machine, and drum machine and looper. At the same time, so basically the Digitech trio, one man band. yeah, one man band. There we go. 
That's what it's. That's <laughs> OMB. Wee. There we go. Um, yeah. So 40, 40 minutes of recording, limited overdubs, uh, seven different styles, like slightly seven different genres with seven patterns for each. Um, yeah, ninety five quid for that. That's not too bad. That's a lot cheaper than the Digitech, isn't it? I don't know what the Digitech's coming in at. Well, the, 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 the to get rec- the Looper as well, it was the, the Digitech Trio Plus, which I believe was two nine nine. Oh shit, man! So yeah, when it was first released. Yeah, uh, but don't they also have uh, like a, a a base comp as well? I think they do. So you, you're missing the functionality on that because I don't think you get I don't think you get base base with it. But for essentially, it's 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 something that looks like it's taking on the 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 ditto maybe. So the the like the mini ditto is probably like sixty seventy quid at the moment. This yep. then adds the functionality of a drum machine and being able to do both uh, concurrently. Um, so that's that's the thing. Does the Boss RC series have a drum machine in it? They, <laughs> they do, but they're not very comprehensive. <laughs> so I hear... Enough, I just... I, yeah, in that case... Yeah, Casio keyboards, I think, is your, your option. Yeah. So this is probably competing with that and blowing it out of the water, then. Yeah, potentially. If the drum sounds are good. Um, but I, I also thought while, while we're here, we'll have a look at some of the uh, some of the other R series stuff. So it's they've basically they've done like an overhaul um, where it's it's now pedals because Joyoa they're known as many Chinese companies are for doing direct directly inspired pedals. Um, <laughs> I think is the nicest way of saying it. Um, I mean, Moore I, I think that's the. The yeah. non yeah, the, legally Yeah, legally safe version of it. So, <laughs> so I think like Moore started off with their kind of mini pedals which were very inspired by even down to the colour scheme. Um like versions of certain pedals, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, the Joyo did exactly the same and now they're kind of branching out into their own pedals. Uh, the OMB, the one man band, is obviously taking on the the Digitech stuff and the Boss stuff, but isn't directly ripping it. Uh, they've got yeah. uh, another couple of drives out as well. Uh, so they've got one that's called the Taurine Overdrive. Uh, Does that make you sound like Theresa May? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> the, the fewer things said about that woman, the better. Um so, uh, Taurine, kind of, it, they look a similar size to the TC uh, budget line. So, they're, they're that kind of look um, where they're kind of blocky, uh, but they're, they're, they're much more stylized. Um, the, the Taurine's a bit blues drivery kind of sounding. It sounds like it's. It's not definitely not doing the tube screamer thing. It's not like mid humping at all. Um, a bit more transparent, but kind of has that bright push. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just it's a standard drive pedal with uh, volume, tone, gain. Um, but fifty quid, not bad. 
Not bad. Not I mean, bad at all. Yeah, they're venturing out into their own thing. The the other one, which was the Uzi Distortion, which terrible, terrible name, terrible. Um, <laughs> however, the control system on it uh, seemed really, really interesting. So it's got it's got at the top, it's got a volume and a to- uh, volume and a gain, but then underneath, it's got this four uh, four EQ options. So three band EQ, bass, middle, treble. Yeah. And then it's also got a bias control. Uh, bias control. Yeah. So uh, ignore what you'd usually think bias for. Uh, okay. Just in any <laughs> any normal situation, it, it just ignore the fact that they call this. Essentially, ISF, the the black star technology, where you go American to British. That's what yeah. it's aiming at, apparently. Right. Uh, okay. As far as like so he- compressed he- and horribly or British. <laughs> No, no, Matthew. No, no. <laughs> um, so, like how it sounds, it, it's it's far too far too gainy for for what I'd I'd be interested in. But like in terms of like control layout, that's pretty fucking decent. Yeah, that's. I mean, it, you, it's be- more than you normally get on most high gain pedals, isn't it? It's more than a fucking Wazacraft metal zone, isn't it? Mm, they've got four, I think, but there's his bass, bass, treble, mid gain and volume. No, because they're the concentric pots. So you've got oh, mid, yeah, mid, uh, mid frequency just cut or push. But then you've got the mid frequency sweep as well. I I didn't know they were concentric pots. I can't stand anything with concentric pots. Yeah, they can get in the sack with uncompensated telly saddles. Yeah, and compensated ones as well. Just telly saddles. <laughs> Fuck. Why are you not no. six? No, no. I'm genuinely in the middle of considering putting compensated telly saddles on my Cabernet. <laughs> what have you got on it at the moment? Uh, it's a Strat style bridge, so there's six Strat styles. Don't ruin it, Matt. Don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. but. It does look Grass. Yeah. It, it looks good. Um <laughs> it gives yeah, it gives a certain zinginess to the tone when you've got brass on there. But don't do yeah. it. Just oh. oh. In fact well, it's not an it's not a reverse an irreversible thing. If it's I decide not. I didn't like I could put the other one back on. Yeah, in in that case, do it. Moan about it on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no, because I'm not buying any gear in January, so no, it's not happen. No, it's not going to happen in the next three months. Okay, okay. It's not in my shopping basket already. <laughs> yeah, I've got exactly the same with uh, one of the uh, one of the Babix bridges because I found out that Tom Toman are doing them, and they've got like right, okay, they're like cam adjustable bridge saddles. So every everything on them is adjustable, like through a. Uh, an Allen key. Right. Okay. So rather rather than it being like well, like screws, a screwdriver, an Allen key, and yeah, all yeah. this that and the other, yeah. Every, like right. literally, it's all it's all on cams, and it's just it's so good. It's it's so incredibly over engineered. Yeah. But <laughs> in the best possible way. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, I came across this because I, I when Ian asked the question about a month ago. About what he should because he's he's got a vintage and he wanted the six brass saddles, didn't he? 
I think he was saying he wanted to keep brass saddles, but he wanted six of them. Yeah, good man. But yeah, um, and I was like, I mean, I've got six saddles. They're not brass, but they're quite good. They're from this Callaham link. They don't do brass what? Oh, hang on a minute. They now do a brass one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, shit. It's been, it's, it's been saved on my phone ever since. Like, I can't bring myself to close the web page. <laughs> I've got exactly that on my, on my Safari uh, app on my phone. It's got like 70 opened tabs, which is just like, this is hardware that you sh- probably should buy. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is literally the same as me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we work as guitarists. Uh, so, um, I thought that there was going to be absolutely fuck all news uh, happening because, obviously, being Christmas, most of the guitar companies are off during Christmas and no one's going to want to release anything when you've spent all your money. Not for Ibanez. Those guys... <laughs> Are they going to be the fender of this year and going to be our news pinata? Who knows? Probably not. This will probably be their one and only release of 2018, 2019, 2019. That's it. Splurge early. Um, Ibanez um, have released their 2019 stuff. Um, and I thought, rather than going through it all note for note and... Um, barcode for barcode. That's it, yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. I mean... There's legitimately some really cool stuff, and across a lot of the kind of top end stuff, they're mentioning this sub-zero fret treatment, which is very similar, I'm assuming, to the the Gibson cryogenic treatment, which they're charging an extra grand for. Ibanez don't do that shit. Ibanez ain't that playing me like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I'm gonna mention a couple of my favourites from the. Um, from the lineup that I that I saw, uh, and kind of why. Uh, first one, RGR, RGRS. No, so it's RGR five two two O M. So it's a uh, a five thousand series RG, which is their kind of up, upper end. So Japanese, made by like blind samurais in a <coughs> mountain top or something. Um, in the desert yeah yeah, that's it that kind of thing Uh, so this is an RGR so it's got the reverse headstock so instantly winner Um, it's HH transfluorescent green (laughs) it's just it's it's absolutely mental and I love it Um, the reason why I wanted to mention it though is because they're now introducing bare knuckle pickups not just any like, not just like the uh, the the brute force ones. I think which are like their kind of stock off the shelf ones. They they're actual actual like proper bare knuckle pickups. Um. So yeah, this is this is one of those that's offering uh, a bare knuckle uh, bare knuckle treatment. So it's eighteen hundred nice. quid, which you think oh as far as Ibanez oh that's crazy, is it? Like no. Yeah, if you, if you think like like the equivalent, I don't know, Fender or Gibson, so like a master-built version there, like a custom shop or something that's built by like their their special teams, you're talking at least two grand is your your entry. If you're lucky, you can get one for two. these days. It's like two and a half thousand pound for a custom shop telly. Mm. So, is it that ridiculous? 
the fact that they're putting the same kind of technology, like the sub-zero threat treatment, the very impressive um, aftermarket pickups as a standard, and the fact that it's reverse headstock and transfluorescent green. <laughs> so Stay quiet. That's fine. You have your backwards horrible coloured guitar. Yeah, I just thought it, it was... It, it's ballsy. It's a nice... Nice ballsy uh, way to open. Do you know what else is ballsy? My dear. Pair of testicles, but I don't want to play them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So mo- moving on from that one, that was like I say, eighteen hundred for that one. Uh, RG five fifty DX. So this is f- for anyone who knows how to read Ibanez barcodes. The RG five fifty is pretty much the one that got them kicked off in terms of popularity. The five fifty has endured. Uh, many many generations and they are widely regarded as like absolutely baller um, so Genesis collection kind of harking back to the old old school ways of doing stuff Japanese made again um, has the V7 S1 and V8 pickups so the standard config for those ones um, they are okay they are Ibanez pickups so not the greatest. Um, but where the RG, uh, the original RGs were in uh, quite quite loud colours. I mean, you had like white and black, and then you had like desert storm yellow or something like that, and the road flare red. Uh, and I think there was like a purple one a little bit later on. This is like a nice subtle uh, blue, like a kind of midnight blue. I much prefer the, the disgusting old school ones, but <laughs> um, like you I, I understand imagine, why they're not doing it like that, don't you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they've released, uh, they released though. I think in like two thousand, two thousand and eight or something. They they released like the the twentieth anniversary of them, so it's not been so long ago that they released uh, like the traditional colours, but they are still doing. Um, these these uh, kind of pinnacle of the Ibanez collection, and they're they're releasing those as the Genesis collection for a grand. So what what are you saying, Matt? I, again, it it sounds like a, a really good guitar for the money. Um, it I I I'm not a massive Ibanez fan. I don't like the slim necks, but. They are incredible guitars, and I don't think everything on this list has got slim necks. I take it that one has again, does it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the RGs tend to not be as slim as the S series. They tend to be a bit more usable, Uh, even though they are they are slim. They are ergonomic necks. Um, Yeah. So the neck. Yeah, I mean, like the five fifty is kind of the one that is that the one that the guitar geeks got. Uh, No, he's got he's got an AZ. Um, no, he's he has no, got he, a, he's he, got a five fifty. Um, hasn't, mm. hasn't he got a, a yellow one? He has, but I don't think and, it's a five fifty. Uh, uh, I think it's a three seventy. I think it's one of the cheaper ones. Right. Um, yeah, but I mean, like the five fifty. I think we've talked about. They didn't didn't they do something with the five fifty last year? Didn't they reissue it for the first time in the standard colours last year? You're asking me, mate. I've not got it written on my paper. I can't tell we, you. We did a we did a, we did a podcast about the five fifty. I I almost certain. I will believe you. I will believe you. Like I've heard of it before, and that's not like me for 
Ibanez with their ticker code receipt number things. That's it. So I'm, I'm going to say that we talked about it on a podcast at some point. Yeah, and just as a disclaimer, I am cutting off the like the two or three letter uh, codes at the end because they literally tell you the the finish. So the RGR five two two M dash TFG. It would have been fully. We don't need to know that it's transfluorescent <laughs> green. Uh, so we've got next one up is a new one in the AZ range or AZ or Arizona. Uh, 2204 uh, Coa Brown. So it's like a, a more natural, uh, almost kind of, think Guthrie Govan signature Charvel. So that kind of thing where we, we've got like a, a, a natural top. A little bit, they, they did uh, an HH version, which was kind of like natural top burst. Uh, and it's it kind of harks back to that one, which was the one that I was very, very much wanting to wanting to love. They're doing a, a, an HSS version of it. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, prices to, to be confirmed with that one, but I'm imagining if it's... Uh, the premium AZ, it's going to be like 1200 and the Prestige probably like 18 I don't know. But again, like your stainless steel frets and roasted maple necks. and It's it's all stuff that's like kitted out. The Hyperion uh, Seymour Duncans as well, designed, designed especially for this series. So, uh, down, down for that one. It's the price to be confirmed, but like like I say, if it's anything like the last lot, it's going to be around that price point. The PS de Resistance, uh, they're doing an RG. It's called the RG EW uh, 521M2W. Again, doesn't really mean fuck all. Um, RG EW Exotic Wood. So it's... Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a mix of woods. So we've got a zebra wood top with a nyath, sorry, a nyato, uh body. I don't even know what if if that is wood or if it's I don't know. <laughs> it's the heart of an elderly ninja. There you go. Yeah, the heart of an elderly <laughs> ninja. Um, that it's it's not uh, a wood that they're. Um, just mentioning with that model that it's it's been mentioned across the ranges so it's potentially like a new uh, a new type of wood which is um good for guitars uh this is again roasted maple neck comes with demartio pickups it's an hh situation uh tone zone air norton which i had in my les paul absolutely banging pickup config this one Six two nine. Six two nine. That's just disgusting, isn't it? Well, <laughs> they've blatantly seen what Charvel were doing with the uh, the DK. Was it the DK twenty fours? Was it DK twenty fours? Yeah. And, yeah, and they they're coming in like seven, seven and a half, something like that. They've gone. Yeah. Having you, you cheeky bastards. <laughs> released an RG with similar specs. For like six six two nine. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to lock my wallet up. Exactly. <laughs> well, that is if we get them over here in the UK. I don't know. Yeah, maybe these will be exclusive to somewhere. Yeah. So, I mean, they do that sometimes. There was a, there was an RG, uh, an HSH RG uh, in a natural wood finish that I was absolutely covering. And they did, they did the, the Trem system version uh, worldwide, and then they only did the, the hardtail version, I think, in the US. It's like, oh, fuck. Bastards. Fuck. Freaking so, bastards. So I didn't end up getting one. <laughs> did not end up getting one. But hey not that I'm bitter or anything. No, not at all. Um, you you've had a, a little chance to have a look through the through the Albanese uh, 2019 range, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, I mean, the last one that you spoke about is obviously the one that everybody should be having a look at at least. Yeah, it's keep your eye on that one. If they can get their hands on one. Yeah. But there was one that kind of caught my eye as I was flicking through the. 35, 40 guitars, whatever's on this list. Yeah, it was... So the... It was a shitload, weren't there? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful guitar that I spotted was the RG857OZ-RPK. RPK, it's like rose pink grain, is it yeah. something like that? RPK, I don't know, it just says rose pink. Yeah, yeah, um, so it's, it's going to be say. rose pink, but it's going to be over over like a quilt or like a, like a flamed... Something. Triple A flamed maple. There you go. Is what it's over. It's, um, it's an absolutely gorgeous looking matching headstock, pink body, pink headstock. Correct way rad headstock as well, not upside down nonsense, ball tickly fucking stupid one. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's what it looks like when you're tuning a guitar with the, with the headstock upside down. You look like you're fiddling with somebody's balls at arm's length. Maybe you do. <laughs> and I, you tune guitar, yeah. mate. So, uh, this one is another uh, TBC. It's a Ibanez J Custom. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be seen in the UK. Um, it's manufactured by an elite group of highly skilled luthiers. That's it. That's those um, uh, tree ninjas again, isn't it? Yep, it is. It's them ninjas. They're back again. Um, and it just looks absolutely gorgeous. I assume it's going to be in the eighteen hundred to two grand range. Looking at um, all the stuff that's on there, they've got like um, patterns down the fretboard. Um, yeah, it's tree alive in lay, isn't it? That's what it's called. Yeah. And um, again, it's got DiMarzio pickups. So it, it's a, an ebony fretboard rather than rosewood or thingy. Um, maple. So, you know, the right yeah. material for a fretboard. Um, that's it. Tree of Life inlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five-piece Wenge and maple neck. Because, you know, Wenge, Wenge has to be in there somewhere if you're talking about Ibanezes. That's it. It's a, it's it's used to stabilise the neck, so isn't it? It's a it's a harder wood, I believe. I I'll I'll just say yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's got an Ed Zero Tremolo bridge, whatever one of them is. Is that like a Floyd Rose style bridge? They are absolute. I remember when I was oh fuck me, I was probably about eighteen. I I. <laughs> Bored the absolute shit out of my then girlfriend about the finer points of the edge. Well, it was the ZR <laughs> tremolo system back then, but the the edge the edge zeros are very similar. She like her eyes glazed over like three or four times over. 
<laughs> but they, they are they are a very good quality uh, tremolo system. Well, there you go. So it's got one of them on it, locking nut, um, and the pickups with the Demarzio Air, Do- Air Norton. Yep. Um, a true a Demarzio True Velvet and a Tone Zone, so it's HSH. Yeah, yeah. So um, very and similar it's to just sexy. Yeah, the the EW had the the Tone Zone and the the Air Norton. Air Norton's usually the neck pickup. Oh, is it? Yeah, Tone Zone, Tone Zone will be bridge. Uh, the the True Velvets as well are supposed to be really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Didn't I'm, they have the True Velvet on some of the um, the AZs? No, no, they're, they're always Hyperions, those ones. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, we've talked about the True Velvet before. I assume it was maybe on the Ibanez RG series that we talked about at some point last year. Yeah, essentially. I mean, that's all in the past now. We, we'll ignore that. However, we've got to this point of the cast. Usually, we'd be wrapping up by now. However, over the month of December, there was a competition to win a Tater Effects BMB Overdrive. And Tater Effects. Tater Effects. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna love that. <laughs> so. <laughs> He needs to put a potato as his logo now. Potato. Change his logo potato. for a potato. Okay. <laughs> I think my microphone's crackling a little bit. I'll uh, I'll edit it out in post. Like a fucker. Well. <laughs> but yeah, you can hear that. That's the uh, that's the hat of justice. Um, Matt, you can as advertised on the Facebook group. Yeah, you can see that this is this is a, a completely fair test. Yeah. I I am watching the, the the hat of justice. I can see the hat of justice. I can see that it's not being tampered with. No, he showed me names going into the hat, so I know it's not all the same name in the hat. Yeah, so I've, I've got one. I've got one. Drum roll, please. This is much harder to do with one hand. This is there we are. John Tron Davidson. Well done, Mister we John Tron. John, is 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 your surname Tron David? Is it hyphenated or is it John Tron? John David. I don't know. But John Tron Davidson, you are the winner. So you need to contact either myself or Matt through uh, through Facebook, and we'll we'll get your get your details sorted. Okay, you've got. Yep. Exactly four hours to do this, otherwise the prize defaults back to myself. <laughs> no, you've got until the end of the week that this cast comes out. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to the <laughs> the end of, end of Jan. If it's not if it's not uh, claimed by that point, we'll do another prize draw. <laughs> and this time we'll put our own names in it That's and it. our own names only. Yeah, I thought if I'd put. Budget pedal chap in there five or six times, I'd have more of a chance, but apparently not. Well done, John Tron. <laughs> so there we go. Um, oh, motherfucker. Fucking crackly piece of bullshit. There we go. I've had my I've had my my, my little moment. There we go. Oh. So gotta wrap up then. Uh how do we do this? It's been I haven't done this at all this year. Uh, <laughs> way <laughs> yes those memes online where it's like uh, December the 30, 31st and, and your mate says oh, I'll see you next year 
<laughs> oh, internet, we love you. Oh, did you not do the amazing thing of at five to midnight last night, order yourself a pizza, and then when it arrived, say, fucking hell, I ordered this bastard last year. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, no, we, we had kebabs last night. Again, again, like literally. <laughs> absolute trash panda people. You just we live are. on kebabs. That's it. <laughs> yep. My, my work trousers don't fit anymore. And I am only the one to blame. <laughs> uh, so, catch me online. You go facebook.com slash budget pedal chap, uh, instagram.com slash budget pedal chap, go on YouTube, budget pedal chap. Um, I do a YouTube thing. And I think last week there was boost pedals. And this week. It was. Yep. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Like how much yeah. of a difference it makes. Very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like I'd never consider I'd literally boost pedals for me, go after me drives, that's where they live. Yeah, abs- absolutely. <laughs> but it's it's good knowing why. Why you don't yeah. bother putting it before. Or why you do yeah, like there's there's other places you can put it mm. and like in my head I was literally some when I bought a boost pedal, someone said stick it after your drives, so I stuck it after my drives. Like I didn't try it anywhere else, I didn't think about Yeah. The reason why that might be the case. Absolutely. But, I mean, if you do have it before you drive, you can get more out of those drives. If you've got, like, drives that are quite subtle, but you love how yeah. they colour the sound. So there's there's amazing, amazing ways you can think about it and use it. And, like I said, I was really, really impressed with the Spark. I thought it was very, very good. And that... uh that blues pedal as well, the uh, the Hot One Hotone uh, blues pedal is actually really, really like a really decent uh, blues driver clone. Yeah, and it's fucking yeah, it sounded great. Tiny. Um, yeah, I've been derailed a little bit. Um, Matt, we can find you online. You do the Bad Bockers podcast. I do. Um, you also have a face. No, Twitter. you've got you've got switch your um, on Facebook. You've got a Twitter yep. account where you are heel underscore Matt Q. You've got an Instagram yep. that's heel underscore Matt Q as well, but you don't use Is it. it. <laughs> yeah, so don't <laughs> not bother. yet. Um, at some point I will. Yeah, but yeah, no, not yet. Um, I've also, as of Sunday, I'm now a Twitch streamer. So I'm at heel underscore Matt Q on Twitch. Um, I play football manager, but that's kind of like the background. It's basically just people talking to me. Um, like I did a stream earlier today, and we talked about wrestling, and we talked about football, and we talked about rugby, and we talked about all sorts. And yeah, if you just want to catch me talking bullshit on the internet, um, like I do on here, then come and steer me in the direction of talking about guitars. Bang on, bang on. So yeah, if you want if you want more content from Matt, railroad him into talking about something that you want him to talk about on Twitch. I don't even know what Twitch is. Is that bad? Am I old? Is It's it, it's a video streaming service that was originally for gaming, but you can stream, like, there's people that do cooking and things on there now. It's just mm-hmm. a streaming service. I literally... Live I, streaming. Well, I, I say I, I literally cook because I have to. I don't. I order kebabs because I don't want to bother cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I cook... 
when I when I can be asked, I cook because I have to. Well, when when you order your kebabs, you can stream yourself and order, call it yeah. mukbang, and you could do some mukbanging. I might. <laughs> oh, may very well. Let's. I'm gonna pick another name out of this hat and see what happens. <laughs> oh fuck! It's same same same. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> fuck! Same one. Bullshit. <laughs> Who switched the hat? Stop. Stop putting it back in and picking the same one out again. <laughs> Literally, don't put it on top and then pick the same number out. Oh <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's yeah, um, John, John Tron, John Tron, you win. Well done. Um, so yeah, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Shop, from Mr. McQuine, have a good day, sir or madam. Good. Day to you. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Yeah, it's not that now, is it? It's not. No. Is it boo boo doo boo boo doo boo doo boo doo boo boo? Yeah, that's exactly it. Boo doo dee doo doo dee doo 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 It's that one. You do better than I do. Fucking hell. And I used a guitar. Because I can feel it, man. I feel it. Them blues. In my very core. Get the blues in your soul. Ha, 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 ha.